0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. When it comes to celebrating Christmas time, there's pretty much two distinct and kind of polarized camps. You got people who want the real Christmas tree in their home, and I guess our family's in that camp, we always get a real tree. Or do you go with the artificial tree now i guess in some ways it's kind of an aesthetic debate about which one you just prefer on a personal level i kind of like the nice fragrance from a real tree Uh, but here's one i've often wondered about which one is better for the environment now we're in a climate change crisis here now most people know that trees are a good thing they suck up all that carbon dioxide so is there an environmental cost If you chop down a tree for a Christmas tree, and does that mean that maybe a fake one would be better? But wait, oh, hang on a minute. Those fake ones are made from plastic. Isn't that a fossil fuel derived product? And of course, they're usually made outside of the country in places like China. So they got to be shipped over here. And that's got a cost to the environment as well. Let's break it down now with my guest professor warren maybe he's uh done a deep dive on this one he is with he's the director of the institute for energy and environmental policy at queen's university hi thanks for coming on thanks for having me okay this is really interesting stuff Uh, let's start with the real the real christmas tree so if you're going to calculate the uh the environmental footprint of of a real tree where would you start
1: what you want to look at is you want to consider all of the fuel, the energy that has to go into cutting it down, pulling it uh, to the road, getting it to the shops uh, or to the Christmas tree lots, and then finally uh, getting it into your house. And, you know, we've taken a look at that. A lot of Christmas trees are actually sourced pretty close to where people live, um, you know, there are places in Canada where they've got to travel a long distance. For the most part, it's relatively short. And so the footprint is relatively low. It works out to be about three and a half uh, kilograms of CO2 equivalent, carbon dioxide equivalent uh, per tree.
0: Okay. And, and the, uh, an art, a really excellent article that you wrote uh, compares that to, it's about the same as driving a car 14 kilometers that's right.
1: And, and that reflects kind of the distances involved in average hauling distances, those sorts of things. Um, of course, you're, you're hauling lots of trees at once, so you can go a little bit further than 14 kilometers. But uh, we're not shipping trees halfway around the world for the most part. Uh, right. Trees are getting used in the provinces where they're cut uh, and, and close to the cities where uh, people live.
0: Okay, what happens when your Christmas is over? It's time to get rid of the real Christmas tree. I guess maybe sometimes it ends up in a landfill. I know our family usually takes it to a, a local community place where they feed the tree into a wood chipper. Um, yep. Does that does that produce and then that all decomposes? Does that produce greenhouse gases? So, <clears throat> if it's chipped up or
1: mulched or composted, the greenhouse gases that are going to be emitted are Pretty much exactly the same as what would happen if a tree fell in the forest. You know, they decompose naturally. They release CO2, which was taken up by the tree while it grew. And that CO2 can then be taken up again by the next tree that grows. So it's part of a natural cycle. If you landfill a real tree, uh, you do run into some problems. Because when you landfill, you cut off the oxygen supply. uh, You get these little bacteria and things working away. And you end up with methane production, and methane is a pretty powerful uh, greenhouse gas. Uh, and so, landfilling your tree is a no-no. But if you are mulching it, if you're chipping it, if you're composting yeah. it, even if you chop it up and burn it in your fireplace, uh, you really are not uh, adding to that environmental burden.
0: Okay. Okay. So a good tip there. Maybe not try not to get let send your tree tree to a landfill site okay so that's the Mm -hmm. real real christmas tree environmental impact now let's talk about the the artificial or the fake tree have you seen the tv commercial from uh canadian tire with the guy (laughs) who goes out to cut a a a real christmas tree with his daughter and the daughter i have seen it yeah oh yeah this is like quite an ad because the the little girl says oh daddy don't cut down that tree because there's a bird in the tree and and then there's a, a squirrel in another tree and then of course they end up getting a, an artificial tree instead and that has some real christmas tree growers very upset saying hang on a second these artificial trees are bad for the environment too maybe even worse so let's let's talk about that what is the environmental impact of, a, of an artificial tree so if a
1: if a real tree is about uh, three and a half kilograms of co2 equivalent yeah uh, an artificial tree is more like 40 kilograms of wow. co2 equivalent so wow. It's a much heavier footprint because, of course, there's all that plastic. There can be metals. Uh, Nowadays, we're seeing these trees with lights built in. You know, they they light up. You don't have to run any wires, so it's all pre-wired. All of that is a much bigger uh, environmental footprint, a much bigger fossil fuel footprint than the real tree that you would take down in the forest.
0: Okay, what if you reuse the artificial tree every Christmas, though?
1: So that's where uh, the story gets a little bit grayer, let's say. This is where, um, you know, if you do need to have an artificial tree, and I think you have to acknowledge that there's lots of people in Canada who don't have much choice. Uh, You might live in a condo or in an apartment building where uh, you're not allowed to have a real tree for fire reasons. You might have a family member who suffers from allergies or asthma, uh, and they can't have a real tree, but they still want a tree. Artificial trees, <clears throat> if you reuse them for a long time, and our research sort of indicates it's got to be about uh, a decade or more, so 10 years plus of use, then the footprint kind of gets evened out, and you're something that's much closer to what a natural tree uh, would have looked like. But it, the trick is it has to be used for that extended period that extended life because if you use it for a couple years and then you decide to toss it all of that plastic all that metal just ends up in the landfill and if it goes to the landfill it's not doing anybody any good
0: right and when when you calculate the environmental impact of an artificial tree like you mentioned they're made out of plastic which i I, you know derive from fossil fuels or i guess and but they're also made overseas, right? So, I mean, if they're made in China or Taiwan or someone, when you're shipping them from those distant places, that does that increase the carbon footprint? It must, right?
1: It does, yeah. And and so, you know, it really matters where you get your trees from. It matters the type of plastics that you're looking at. Um, the cheapest trees that are out there, uh, artificial trees, tend to be made of the plastics that are most difficult to recycle, So, you know, the more expensive trees, maybe it's a little bit more likely that you could recycle the the plastics that go in. The truth is, in Canada, we have a problem with plastic recycling anyway. We don't do enough of it. Um, We used to send a lot of it to China, uh, but Mm -hmm. they're not taking it anymore. So uh, the only real way to make an artificial tree uh, more environmentally friendly is to use it for a long time to, to kind of yeah. amortize that cost out. Right. That's the only way you can offset those those footprints.
0: Okay, we just got we have 1 minute left here, Warren. <laughs> so at the end of the day, does that mean that a, a real tree is better for the environment than a fake tree? Um
1: I think in most cases it's going to be the better choice for Canadians. Uh, except in those situations that we kind of laid out where yeah. uh, you don't have an option and where you are able to reuse it for a long time. I think that, right. you know, those Canadians that need an artificial tree, uh, you don't have to feel guilty about it as long as you sort of plan to use it for that extended yeah, period.
0: Use it every year. Interesting yeah. research. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you for having me. You bet. I appreciate it. Professor Warren Maybe. Uh, talking about his research on Christmas trees there. He's the director of the Institute for Energy and Environmental Policy. For most of us,
1: crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and all podcast platforms.